Hey, welcome back, extremely important listeners. You're listening to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. My name is Riley. Yep, you're with Kindred. Hi. And hey. <laughs> I feel like I don't know how to do this anymore because it's yeah. been a week. I mean, it's been a week. And I've been, I've been saying that every time I edit an, ep- an episode, I start by saying, I don't know how to start this. <laughs> like, wow, Kindred, wow. Yeah, we're, I think if you've, I, I know all of you have listened to every episode. Yeah. And you're like, why are they, why do they not know how to do this? They're <laughs> so good at this. <laughs> this is a skill they definitely have. That everyone should listen to this show because it's just amazing. Right. The uncanny ability of these two girls to have a podcast. Anyway. <laughs> um, today, we're talking about the Dixie Chicks. Or just uh-huh. Dixie Chicks. I think it's just Dixie Chicks. I think it's just Dixie Chicks. Which is, if you read anything ever, they always say the Dixie Chicks because right. it feels weird to just say Dixie Chicks. Right. It's It really does feel weird. <laughs> But anyway, today we're talking about just some Dixie chicks. The Dixie <laughs> I did not mean to say the. I meant to say the opposite of the. But look, it's so natural. What's the opposite of the? I don't know. I was going to say just Damn. like. Like, just like. A nebulous Dixie chicks. Mm. Some Dixie chicks. This is. I feel like this show is starting off really strong. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the word I was going to use for it, too. We're talking about some Dixie Chicks, and we're talking about some album called Fly, and uh, I don't know, should we talk about, you know, things that aren't that album first? No, I mean, I don't have anything to say to the listeners. (laughs) Well, didn't you go to a concert recently? How did that go? Oh, I did go to a concert recently. I went and saw uh, the Indigo Girls, and and it's not just- It is, exactly. It's not just- Oh my god, it might just be Indigo Girls. (laughs) Everything, everything I know is a lie. Let me, let me fucked out. And it's just Indigo Girls. Cool. All right. But there, some I, Indigo Girls. I went and saw some Indigo Girls. <laughs> and it was with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra and it was incredible. It was like the music was, whoever did the orchestration for their songs needs mm. to win awards. Cause it was just like, it was like just really, truly beautiful. Did they play the song that you wanted them to play? They did. They played Closer to Fine. They closed out the show with it, and it was it was quite the experience. It nice. Was really, it was really good. Well, I went to a redneck wedding, and it was really fun. <gasps> that, <laughs> did you drink some moonshine? Okay, well, first of all. Okay. Let me think of all the weddings I've gone to. I've gone to several weddings. I was going to say gay weddings, but that seems insensitive. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh-huh. I've gone to several weddings between two people of the same gender. Uh-huh. Um, at which I did not drink because I was either Mormon at the time. Yeah. Or with my mom. Right. I've gone to a bunch of Mormon. Well, I've gone to zero Mormon weddings. I've gone to lots but of Mormon receptions. receptions. Yeah. Um, and then I think like Linda's wedding, uh huh, where we both just got the drunkest probably so either drunk. of us have ever been. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been near that drunk since. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, and then this wedding, I showed up and they were like, okay, like walked in, nothing has happened yet. They're like, grab a koozie. Oh <laughs> my god. Like, okay. 
And then they just had like coolers and coolers full of like the most redneck beer, and it was just amazing. It sounds like the window is open because of how loud the cars are in here. This is the perfect recording room. Yeah, I mean, it's soundproofed. It's fine. But, um, so it was just, like, walked in and everybody's drinking Miller Light and Bud Light and Coors Hell yeah. Light. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was so much fun. Oh it was God. just, like, all of my, not all of my coworkers, a lot of my coworkers there. It was a wedding yeah. for one of my coworkers. Right. And their vowels were, like, really cool. Oh. And How so? Did I, they write? Did they write their own or? No, but she like picked him out, and then the the guy, you know, Running. I don't think he was like a pastor. It was really weird because I know that she's like fairly religious. Like instead of a guest book, they had people highlight their favorite verse in the Bible. Right. So I didn't do anything with that. <laughs> no, you needed to. You need to highlight. He wept. Oh, that's deep. I was yeah. gonna go to like Second Kings and find the one about the she bear eating the bald guy. Oh, that's a good one too. But it seemed like insensitive. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but honestly, though, how many times are they? When are they really gonna like flip through it and? I don't and know. Be like, oh, that's that's Jody's favorite Bible verse. It's moving. But then the like the officiator uh-huh. was like very vague, like not very like I don't know if he was like. A pastor or a preacher or anything okay. just seemed like some dude and it was just like in their yard which was cool yeah i don't know it was interesting okay. but the, the vows were just like it was like love's about like being together every day and like sh- cooking together and like enjoying the the highs and the lows it was like very like realistic it wasn't like okay oh, now everything's gonna be great that's good that's nice yeah it was really sweet they have they've been together for a long time and have kids and stuff yeah um so i guess that was why the tone was a little bit different yeah i guess that that would change it a little yeah but it was it was like so it was just a great it was just a great time that is that sounds like a great time um, and then I went to the beach, and I feel like I should tell people, because the last episode I was like, I might die in a hurricane. But you didn't. We we didn't get to go where we were going to go because there was a hurricane, right. so we had to go somewhere else. But you still got a vacay. I still got a vacay and a tropical storm, and it was exciting. Ooh, that is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, before we start, just on the in the vein of weddings, uh-huh. I went to a wedding once where... Um, I was probably six or seven, mm-hmm. and it was I was definitely Mormon at the time. And the <laughs> oh. wedding, the wedding, the wedding was non-Mormon, but they were our neighbors, okay. and so my mom had done the girl getting married. She did her hair. Her name, nice. her name was Holly, mm-hmm. and so Holly was getting married, and I, I went. We went to the wedding, mm-hmm. and I remember it was it was outside. And I think Holly had already had a baby with the guy she was marrying. Mm -hmm. And then I remember them getting married. And then I distinctly remember being (laughs) whisked away by my mother before, like, any of the, uh, like, the reception. And her her telling me, she leans over and she goes, I don't want you wasting your life like that. And I... What? I've been meaning to ask my mom what she meant by that, or if she even remembers telling me that, because I was thinking about that a couple days ago. I was like, that was, I wonder what Krista meant by that. Like, get by getting married? I mean, like, getting married or, like, having a baby out of wedlock? Not getting married in the temple? Maybe? I don't know. It was just... Let's, 
If you were six or seven, how old was Krista at this time? Uh, she was 23 when she had me, so probably like 30. 30. Yeah. What a weird thing to say. I know. <laughs> I'm, and I'm the six-year-old is like, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I wasn't thinking about marriage right now anyway. I'm a kid. Get me oh an ice God. cream. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that transitions perfectly. <laughs> I'm going to make it. Okay. And make it transition okay. perfectly. All right. Into the Dixie Chicks, I mean, some Dixie Chicks album, Fly. Uh-huh. Because the first song is called Ready to Run, which is about not getting married. But kind of. Running. But instead, running away from things <laughs> that might be good for you. Yeah, no, that was a good Why transition. Not? No, <laughs> I don't know. What I don't you? know. I, I didn't really look too deeply into these lyrics. I'm not going to lie. I don't think they're lyrics that are meant to be looked too deeply into. Yeah, it's just like a fun time. It's not. Yeah. We're not here for a deep time. We're here for a fun time. We're here for just a party time. Uh, what did you think about this, Kindred? Um, so I had some mixed feelings. Good. Um, I obviously know that the song Wide Open Spaces, mm-hmm. which isn't on this album, right. but that's like, that's like the most familiarity I have with the Dixie Tricks is I know that song and then like a couple other of their singles just cause you know, they play on the radio mm-hmm. and, um, this album, it's really... They're really, they're musically talented. Like, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very obvious. Like, they can write a song and it is, it's a good song. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out, because country music isn't necessarily my jam. And I was like, but why isn't it my jam? I was like, it's music and they're, they're good singers and it's like, it's fun and it's catchy. And I realized I like the instruments. I like the, you know, I love the, the fiddle and like the twangy banjo. Like, I think that's great. I cannot stand the twangy voice that the girl has. She has mm. an incredible singing voice, but mm-hmm. the twang in it, it it's like it makes it no fun for me to listen to. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. Yeah. It, it's a very distinct her I think her voice specifically. It is is really distinct. It is. It's ex- you know, and I mean it's it's re- like she's really talented and I can hear yeah. it. I'm just like I just I can't listen to this twang. <laughs> so, so you liked it. I, li- I liked it. I thought, I mean, I thought it was, I, I mean, I loved her voice a lot. No, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a solid album. It's very 1999. It reminds me oh, a yeah. lot of, um, when my dad owned a, owned the bookstore in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. he would have, you know, a bunch of like Christian, uh, Mormon artists who were, who released albums and he always had, um, albums by uh country albums by female singers and it just like the christian ones christian he yeah because sometimes deseret book and before it was deseret book when it was sunrise book just an independent bookstore christian uh, bookstore like you know pe- yeah they would carry some of that stuff and um it just it just sounds like that my childhood time. in the bookstore just kind of like yeah. nondescript woman country singer yeah so uh the reason that we're listening to this album, yes, in what is it? Twenty nineteen, uh-huh. which is twenty years after it came out, which is 
it's kind wild. of somebody said something the other day that uh-huh. something was 20 years ago yeah and i realized they were oh it was 9 11 they were like this oh. was 18 years ago and i was oh, like holy god. shit yeah and it like really shook me for a minute i was like oh my god it yeah. was and i'm not 18 i'm 26 no. holy yeah. shit because nene anyway. just nene just turned 18 a couple days before 9 11 it's crazy yeah it's so weird anyway yeah. um What's the point of this? I don't know. Oh, why uh, you chose the album. That's right. At work, mm-hmm. part of my job, which is so silly, is to be in charge of the music. Yeah. Um, which basically means try to find something that's not going to piss any of us off, and it's not going right. to piss any of the patients off. Right. And I'm like, great, that's easy. Yeah, that's super easy. Find something that nobody will not like. Yeah. Cool. Right. So... Recently, everyone was like, we've been listening to the same playlist for a year. We need to change it. And I was like, okay. Fine. So, and it's just like a Pandora, like, business thing. So yeah. I'm not, like, curating songs. I'm just right. picking some stations that I think no one will be piss- get pissed off about. Right. And so I put on a 90s country station. I, that, I think that's a really safe bet. It seemed like, you know what? We're all just going to listen to this and it's going to be okay. Right. And it's, it's for one hour a day. Yeah. The music changes every hour. Okay, nice. <laughs> but at 2 o'clock every day, the 90s country station comes on. And you know what? Everyone flips out. Everyone loves it. It's I'm sure crazy. they do. Like, the entire office gets so excited about 2 o'clock 90s country hour. Interesting. And I had this weird moment where, like, I didn't think I knew any of this music. Yeah. Because I'm like... I don't know. I don't listen to country. Right. And then suddenly I remembered that from age like four to 11. Yeah. Country music television was on in our house 24 hours of the day. Was it really? I like don't know how I forgot that my parents were super into country for like six years. (laughs) That's hilarious. But it was like I knew every song that played. I was like, "Oh my god, I know I know every hit from like 1994 to like 2002." That is so interesting to me cuz I I mean, obviously we didn't meet till 2006, so Yeah. That's weird. crazy. But yeah, I was like, "Okay, weird." And and because I heard them from this like time of my life. Yeah. I knew like every freaking word to every song. Wow. My mom, like, had all of these albums and specifically would play them when we clean. Yeah. She, she had her, like, we listened to The Carpenters. Uh-huh. We listened to, uh, oh, God, what's that? Kim Carnes. Uh-huh. Um, Dixie Chicks, Jody Messina, Faith Hill. Yeah. Garth Brooks, blah, blah, blah. The wow. Carpenters and, <laughs> and Kim Carnes aren't country, but they were in right. there, too. Uh, but anyway, all these songs were, like, so familiar to me, and it was just, like, comforting. It was, like, the same thing I still love, even though I would hate it now. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of things that specifically I don't like about the way this person sings, but I still love the, like, Amy Grant uh, Christmas music. Yes. Because that's, we listen to that every year at Christmas. It was, like always on and so to me it's like oh oh i'm like six years old and we yeah. have those weird wooden couches and it's like i love i fucking love those couches <laughs> i did too but they were so i hit my head on those so many times oh i'm sure an awful choice for a house full of children yeah but, so this is a long and not interesting story that i'm going to continue to tell oh i'm um, also uh, my lawn's getting mowed right outside my window so that's what that noise is 
I heard a very beautiful musical noise, and then it's a lawnmower. But from my, oh. for in my headphones, it was like, Ooh. Ooh, that is beautiful. <laughs> it was really nice. <laughs> anyway, so I was painting a sign for Little Grill, a restaurant mm-hmm. here, that I feel like I have to qualify that. Right. And it took me a million hours, and I was like, I'm going to make a country playlist. <laughs> oh! And so I made this, like, country playlist of all these, like, country songs I used to listen to. Yeah. And I'm not, like, mad about country music. I don't, it doesn't, like, right. figured, it doesn't really appeal to me. Especially, right. like, what's playing now is just, like, really awful. Yeah. But I can get into some, like, bluegrass or folk or whatever. Exactly. Sometimes it gets very, like, it starts to all sound the same to me. Yeah. But I, I listened to this album, Fly, because I had a couple songs on it that I knew I liked. Yeah. And I was like, hey, this is a pretty good album. Right. Um, and then I told you to listen to it before I had listened to most of it all the way through. I think I got cut off. Yeah. And the, the album takes, like, such a nosedive at the end it, to me. It does. It starts off with all these, like, fucking jams. Yeah, kind of like they're they're songs that like if you're driving in a car full of your best gal friends. Yeah, you in turn 1999. These on. Exactly. You're going to have a great time. Yeah. But, but then it's like it turns into just like super duper boring like ballady mm-hmm. stuff. Like the last 3 songs are just I mean, I think one of them is Hole in My Head, which is just yeah. like why? I I that's exactly what I thought. It came on this morning and I was like, "Why did they why this one?" Yeah, it just, do this? it's like so weird. But and I, I guess I don't know how I would feel about it. If I heard this stuff for the first time now, I don't know yeah. how I feel about it. But right. her, I love her voice. I think it's like so unique. And yeah. like, I don't know. I And I always liked her as a kid because she's really like strange looking. Is Not she? in like a mean way, but right. she's just like really, she looks very unique. She has her so own look. The band is like Emily and Marty and their sisters Okay. And they're, like, freaking models. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And then, like, traditionally very attractive looking. Right. And then Natalie, the singer, who's, like, very unique and shorter than both of them and always had, like, a shit ton of eyeliner on. All right. I'm Googling them right now because. As a kid, as I was like, I like that one. She's, yeah. like, cool. She's, like, right. a rebel. Um, oh, in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And she. She's the daughter. Okay, I was reading about the Dixie Chicks this morning because okay. I don't know anything about them. Right. And I found out a lot of things, and I don't know how much we should talk about because there's a lot. Okay. No, t- but, talk, talk, talk. So it started off the band. <laughs> I know no one cares about like a Dixie Chicks like Who cares? biography. Right our two, now. our two listeners can go do something else. Yeah, wash your dishes or something. That's what I yeah. like to do. Fold your laundry. Um, anyway, so it started off, it was like a band of sisters, all these sisters. Okay. And they were doing like bluegrass shit and they dressed up as cowgirls and it was like, they were very popular, but nobody ever signed them. And this girl donated like $10,000 to them so they could like independently produce some albums, which they did. And they were like moderately successful. Yeah. And one of the instrumentalists on those albums was this guitarist whose name I don't remember, still guitarist. Okay. And at one point, the two of the girls wanted to kind of become a little bit more contemporary, ditch like the cowgirl look, and just like move on to some more, some different things, be a little less traditional country. Okay. And then two of the other sisters were like, eh, we're not really into that. 
So they kind of battled it out, and the steel guitarist's daughter had won a scholarship to Berkeley for her voice, because she is this girl, Natalie. Because <laughs> her voice is very incredible. <laughs> so he like was like, hey, maybe Natalie could sing, since your lead vocalist doesn't want to be part of this anymore. Yeah. And they were like, okay. And so that's how that band started. Interesting. The Dixie Chicks as we know them now. Right. So what, and... do, the, what do the other two girls do? They they sing backup vocals. Right. One of them's an alto, one of them's a soprano. I don't know which one. Right. And they play any instrument that you can think of. Really? <laughs> so they're so they're yeah. really talented. Yeah, and then Natalie plays like guitar and bass. Okay. But they they play like like every like every country thing like banjo, whatever. Right, okay. Fiddle, they pay, play all of that and they play it amazingly well. Yeah. Very talented women. Right. So they, the, anyway, they sign with Sony. They're doing really well. They release their first album. It's a huge hit. They win Grammys, blah, blah, blah. Right. They release Fly, their second album. It's a huge hit. Everybody loves it, blah, blah, blah. And then they go on tour. Okay. And I don't know if you remember this, but this is why I was, like, interested in looking up the Dixie Chicks again. I was like, what happened with them? Okay. They're going on tour. It's 2003. 9-11 has happened. Right. They... The U.S. is about to invade Iraq. Okay. And they are in London playing a concert. They're about to play this song, Traveling Soldier, which is a dope fucking song. Okay. I almost cry when I, cried when I listened to it again as a 26-year-old. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really <laughs> sad. Oh, oh my God. Okay. But um, they're about to play the song, Traveling Soldier, and Natalie, the lead singer, takes a moment to say... Just so you guys know, we're about to go to war. We don't support this. Yeah. And we're ashamed that the president is from our home state of Texas. Right. People in London are like, cool, yay, we yeah, don't like war either. I was going to say, Londoners, of course, they're going to support that. Yeah, they're like, great, well, you guys are great, you're cool. But then uh, there was some reporter there who wrote about it in, like, Glamour magazine or who, some shit, who cares? And yeah. um, it, like, got out to Americans. Right. And if you remember 2003, I know we were young, but it was like... It was America. Patriotism craziness. Right. So they, like, basically were, like, blacklisted from all these places. Wow. Like, radio stations wouldn't play <coughs> their music anymore. Really? Like, they got in, like, a battle with Sony. They were being uh-huh. sponsored by, like, Lipton Tea, and Lipton Tea at certain concerts would, like, not put their logo up because they didn't want people to get, like, super pissed off about it. Wow. There was just this, hu- like, this huge falling out for them. Wow. They're, they had, at the time, they had a song out, uh, a cover of Fleetwood Mac's Landslide. Yeah. Again... I love their cover of it. I right. listen to it all the time as a kid, and the video is really in my head, what I remember. Right. Very 90s and very cool. But um, that song was, like, number seven on the charts or something, uh-huh. and in a week dropped to number 43. Wow. It was just, like, their career was wow. over because of this comment that they were ashamed of President Bush. So then right. Nat- Natalie comes on and tries to, like, be like, I that was disrespectful and I shouldn't have said it, but I'm, I'm a mom and I don't think we should just rush off into a war. Yeah. That doesn't really satisfy people. They're right. not. They're like, um, fuck you. I mean, country music fans, are you kidding me? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, know your audience. At the same time, Toby Keith re- releases some song called, like, Thanks to the red, white, and blue, or whatever. Right. 
still <laughs> still played every Fourth of July everywhere I've ever been. You're right. And then they get in this battle with fucking Toby Keith. Okay. Where they're like in this like grudge match, like saying shit about each other all the time. Wow. Um, they're like not allowed to go to country music awards, like all this <gasps> stuff, but they're still winning like Grammys for their stuff yeah. they're producing, anyways. Um, and then, I mean, they definitely their career, at least in the country scene, basically died. Yeah. But they're still pretty popular, just with like critics and stuff. Right. Because and because critics are gonna probably be more uh, dem- Democrats. Out right. in L.A. Right. And so then it's it starts, the war keeps going on. Right. All of America's attitude kind of shifts to, like, a lot of, you know, hatred towards George Bush in general. Yeah, right. Um, which, like, you know, we could talk about that, but... Yeah, but it's all it's all That's not. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, people start to be like, wow, this war sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the Dixie Chicks were fucking right. Yes! I mean, some Dixie chicks were fucking right. Right. Some of them were right. <laughs> and so then there's this kind of shift towards like, oh, okay, no, they're like activists and they're like, they're like cool. Interesting. The, they're just like journey, like in and out of like public love is so fascinating wow, to me. Because they were I'm... just like, in, in 1997. Yeah. Just with their first album that they released. Right. They sold more albums that year than any other country group combined. It's insane. They were, like, just the darlings, you know? Like, everyone fucking loved them. And then they just, like, said one thing and, like, disappeared. That is so... They didn't tour for seven years. I... That is so interesting to me. That I I never would have guessed... I I mean, I think it's just my own stereotype of country music singers, I guess. But to not support President Bush, that's so interesting. I mean... Good for them. Let's. It, it's interesting to me too. I couldn't find anything about what I wanted to know was were the other were the sisters who were yeah. not like talking at this right were were they on board with these oh. comments oh or were I, they just like fuck Natalie I you know I wonder they're still together today right right and so, so they must, they must have, have been like supportive of it yeah because other otherwise you know bands don't stay together especially yeah. over shit like that. And I think they, like, just released something. I was looking at their Spotify stuff, and it was, yeah. like, there was something in, like, 2006. I don't know. If it was wow. probably, like, a compilation, but something right. came out this 2018, I think. Wow. Very but interesting. But I just, like, I remember as a kid, and they are just, like, so iconic to me of just, like, 90s, like, I right. don't know. And I will say, having been listening, so we always have, like, a contemporary country station once a day. Yeah. Because I live in Virginia, and there's I was a lot gonna of say, people who you, are you into have that. too. <laughs> and, like, that music, I fucking hate it. Yeah. And I don't, it's just so, so, like, pandering and generic. That was one thing the the Dixie Chicks were talking about with a lot of people were using them to further their career by taking a stance against them. Oh, interesting. And there started to be all this, like, ultra-patriotism. Right. Like, swinging to the other side. Like, we're not them. See, we love America. You like us, right? Right. And, like, trying to advance things in that way, which was, like, gross. But, like, stuff today just feels so fucking, like, empty. Yeah. And, like, generic. Right. And just like dumb to me, right? Yeah, no, I I don't listen to any contemporary country. I like yeah. I don't even know. 
I don't, like, I don't even know any popular country stars at the moment. I know from, like, coworkers that, like, go to stuff, there's, like, yeah. Zach Brown Band is a thing. Okay. Chris never Stapleton is a person people like. Okay. Everyone still yeah. really likes Blake Shelton, who I think is an asshole. Well, you know. <laughs> Well. Um, he's probably fine. I just, yeah. <laughs> he seems like such a smug ass to me. I well, I mean, why. yeah, on the voice and it's just, yeah. You got but Gwen it's, Stefani. It's just funny because I think like, especially the time that you and I grew up. Yeah. After, you know, like age nine. Right. Country music was like definitively, decidedly not cool. Yeah. And it was well, like a lot of my friends liked it later in life, but there was a time where nobody listened to country music unless you were like worked with horses. Yeah, ex- you know, I I can see that. I don't think I I am I've never had a good um I don't have my finger on the pulse of the music industry like at <laughs> oh. all. Like I know that's weird, um, but I feel like when I moved to Idaho, I feel like in Albuquerque I knew nothing about uh country music, but when I moved to yeah. Idaho. I feel like everybody there liked it. There was definitely, like, there was this time where, like, Taylor Swift yeah. started to get, like, all the people in our age, like, into that. Yeah. And then from that point, people started to get back into it. Okay. And that was, like, I don't, I don't know, seventh grade or something. Right. But I just, like, it never, the crowd I hung out with, nobody yeah. was listening to country music. Right. Oh, yeah, like, no. That not... crowd was you and me and Linda. Right, exactly. <laughs> we we didn't listen to country music. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, um, yeah, no, I, I like, there was, um, so I had the album Fly playing as I was driving home today, mm-hmm. and, um, it just afterwards, Spotify kept playing a couple Dixie Chick song songs, mm-hmm. and it played this one, and now I can't remember the title, but I thought it was on the album because I didn't notice and it just kept playing, mm-hmm. and I and it was like, the 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 instrumentation on it was truly incredible. I was like, yeah. holy crap, these violins! Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I was like, it's like, are you kidding me? There's it was also beautiful. Yeah, I think. I think they were, like, genuinely very talented. Yeah. Um, there's another thing I wanted to talk about, because I, re- I remember this as a kid. Okay. Which is funny to me. But, uh, so there's a song on the album called Goodbye Earl. Yeah, what's up with that one? <laughs> and it's like, as a kid, I didn't really get it. Right. I was just like, yeah, goodbye, Earl. Ha ha ha. No, but they're like, killing Earl. And there's there's no like two ways about it. They're no. like there's two girls and they're friends, and one of them's being abused by this guy, and she gets a restraining order, but he beats her up. So then they fucking murder him. It's it's a wild. I was I listened to that one on my drive home from work the other day, and I was like, this is is this okay? It's crazy. And it was like <laughs> there's another song on there called Sin Wagon. Yeah, which is another one that I was like, what? Which is like whatever it's like just great have fun cool right but people 
they like really pissed off like certain places wouldn't pay, play their music at that point already because wow. sin wagon talked about dancing or mattress dancing yeah which is so silly music, m- is music so has never silly. talked about sex before yeah but people were like <laughs> we're not playing that not on our radio station it's hilarious but then they would like be fine with goodbye earl well murder and sex or premarital sex are two different things riley that's just crazy but then there was a lot of people that were pissed off about the goodbye earl song yeah which i i was talking to josh about this a little bit because i was Uh like do you remember when everyone was like really pissed off about this song and he was like so it's okay for like men to sing about like abusing women and using women and doing whatever they want with women right killing bitches whatever they want but But it's not okay (laughs) for women to like talk about if someone was being abused create this like fantasy scenario of like murdering them yeah which is like obviously murder's not okay no it's not but the double standard and it's like a very tongue-in-cheek song it's not like i don't know it's not like gross or serious or like macabre it's just like silly right yeah it's just interesting it's funny the stuff like people want to like get pissed off about and like still it still is like amazing to me the things that we all just like get up in arms about i love it people are so stupid humanity as a collective is just so stupid it's just interesting and it's interesting like how things evolve i was um i've been talking to kindred about this Uh but i haven't been talking to the listeners about this right um dan howell yes is a cute british boy who, like, came out a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Whenever Pride Month is, like, June or something. Yeah. And, um, he's, uh, you've probably heard of him. He's, like, a very <laughs> famous YouTuber boy. But I was watching an interview with him yesterday. Uh-huh. Or sometime. I don't remember. Time, am I right? God. But he was, like, talking about how he didn't even feel safe. He never felt safe until now, like, coming out in 2019. Interesting. And not, like, safe, but he was just like, I knew it's at a very different time, and I knew if I told my family, they would be accepting and loving. But, like, it's this moment of, like, this is a thing about me that I can't change. Will you still yeah. like me now? <laughs> like, right. will you still see me the same right. and accept me? And he was just talking about, like, growing up, the messages that he got that were very clear that, like, it's not okay to be right. gay. And it's just interesting how that's evolved. And I was talking mm-hmm. to, like, my very conservative uh, parents-in-law – yeah. And they were, like, talking about how weed should be legal and how it's silly that it's not. And That's so interesting. It's, it's just the way, times, like... Times be a-changing. Times be a-changing. And I guess that they always are. Yeah. But, like, now that I'm an adult person... And you can, like, grasp certain political stances. Yeah. And, and growing up, I was always, like, very liberal. Yeah. At least compared to the people around me. Right. And I remember, like, fighting with people about these issues of just being like, I just don't understand, like, why you feel this way. And then, right. like, 20 years later, they're like, well, actually, I feel the way that you feel. And I'm like, okay, well. It took you long enough. Like, why were you so adamant that, like, I don't know, it's wrong for certain people to get married? I just, right. it was, like, mind-blowing to me. Right. Anyway, it's funny to me the ways that we, and still, do this even worse now mm-hmm. decide certain people are okay and certain people are not okay yeah um i'm just rambling it but at, at the wedding yesterday a michael uh-huh. jackson song came on okay and josh like half jokingly was like i thought it wasn't okay to listen to michael jackson anymore yeah 
since he like abused all those kids. Right. And then my brother-in-law is like, well, we all decided it's okay because he's dead and he's not getting paid for it. But we can't listen to R. Kelly because then he'd get paid if we listen to his music and he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. And like he was joking. They were both right. joking. But it really right. made me think about that. Like, no. when is it okay to support shitty people who make art that we enjoy? And yeah. when do we, like, draw the line that we don't care? You know, it's fine what they do on their own time. It doesn't have anything to do with what they make. Or does it have everything to do with what they make? Right. It's just, I don't know. It's such an interesting quandary. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually I'm I'm usually in the camp. And, of course, there are different nuances. But I'm, all, I'm almost usually in the camp of separate the art from the artist. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any philosophy. That's just... It's hard because I... You know, you want to justify it when it's something that you enjoy and love. Right. Which I totally do and have done. But then right. I'm like, this person's directly profiting from my s- support. Right. So am I just supporting a shitty person who does shitty things? Yeah. I guess my, su- <laughs> my like support death. for people, though, and I don't, I've never listened to R. Kelly. I don't, yeah. I don't listen to Michael Jackson. It's not eighth grade anymore. <laughs> like, but I guess my support is just like, I will if I if a, somebody's shitty like would just be playing their song on Spotify I guess yeah what is my like one play per year and again I can't I guess Morrissey I guess is the shittiest person I probably support oh my He's three such, plays like... on Spotify oh that's <laughs> really gonna get him some money I don't know like much about Morrissey these days but I don't has he ever done anything I think he's just said annoying thing he's just annoying and and the thing my dad always brings up and he's like do you guys not remember how he was in the 80s he's always been stupid yeah like he's always, <laughs> like he's always been, been totally inflammatory yeah. yeah like i remember there was like a fan website that he like wrote and it was like there was some question like what music do you listen to and he uh-huh. was just like everything today sucks yeah yeah <laughs> just like the only music we're listening to is like elvis which right. i was like all right all right morrissey it's just at that point all right get off your high horse but that's just how he is but he's not like i mean and i it's such a weird i'm vegetarian so like i don't the things that he says about animal rights don't bother me i think sometimes they're a little ridiculous but i can see his logic yeah but i don't think he's ever like directly like i don't know he's never like raped people that i know of no no so yeah, like no, maybe, he's very. I, he's, I think he's very different than R. Kelly, but right? That's just that's just like my own personal. I don't know. So it's what, like, like, how much support is, am I truly giving someone if I play one Michael Jackson song, right, at a party on Spotify? I guess it's like, I th- and I think it is different playing it like at a wedding or something where it's like it's a crowd pleaser. Well, and we're all saying like we all know what this guy did, right? But whatever that shit happens and i think that's like a little weird interesting because i i mean i think the support i i guess it's just like it's all it's one of these like totally huge gray areas that's it's it's all just keeping up appearances about you you keeping up appearances to other people you don't want people to think that you're shitty because you like something that somebody did something shitty and i mean to say that some of michael jackson's hits aren't at like amazing and that you didn't dance to him and you haven't sung along to him i mean yeah but also you know that doesn't make me a pedophile it doesn't make i don't know again i haven't listened to michael jackson in years but if (laughs) why not i know 
But if I were to play, you know, Man in the Mirror on Spotify, I don't know. I, I guess, and it's My like, enjoyment think, isn't hurting anyone, I guess. Yeah, and I think there's, like, we all make calls, like, and there's something, like, I really don't, I can't watch Woody Allen stuff. Yeah, I can see that. He, it, it really, he really creeps me out, and he's, he's, he's so present in everything that he makes. Right. And it all well, is just so much about him. Well, I think that's, I think that's different. If he's, I, I mean, yeah. one, he's ter- terribly shitty, but if he's actively creeping you out, you aren't just, you aren't just not watching him to say you don't watch Woody Allen. You don't like yeah. the man. You don't have no. to watch the movies. And I don't, I don't enjoy his humor. I don't right. think, I don't like how he tries to make him look cool right. by being like, see, I'm not cool. I'm just, I'm like, right. fuck off. I just yeah. don't like him. No. But like. I don't know. It's just weird. And I and I I think I don't know. The truth of it is like most people are shitty and there's yeah. there, there's been like I mean, I don't know. Maybe not most people. Probably most famous people. Yeah. have done some really shitty stuff. Right. And I don't know. It's just weird. Do we boycott everything or do you just no. have to But it's like you don't put on blinders either. You can't just be like right. I'm going to support things that perpetuate cruelty and awful things right. like whatever right Who but also knows? i think there's such a line of like the self-righteousness of oh uh, yeah saying like yeah I'm but i woke. don't i don't listen to r kelly and anybody who does is fucking stupid i mean yeah. like the the show i mean it really is just trying to show other people that you're more knowledgeable or better than them and it's just like i you know what <laughs> Yeah, so Fuck it's like the, the intention every, every, matters it, more than anything. That's exactly it. It's exactly it. It's just, I don't know. People are just, just, everybody, no. It's, I mean, it, it goes hand in hand with the, you know, constant posting on social media and trying to, like, form some, so, some sort of a presence. Yeah, and, and like, you, I'm, all, I've got my, like, I'm I'm good. I know Girl. what's good and I know what's cool and yeah. I know who's not cool and if you do this it's bad. There was like somebody said something and they were like serious. They're like, No, they're cancelled and it was like I just gave them such shit for it. And it was yeah. kind of like rude of me in this moment to be like, Can we stop doing yeah. that? Like right. this is just so stupid. If you if you have a problem with something that's fine don't and you watch can tell it. people don't listen yeah, to it you can tell other people that this is what your problem with it is but they don't have to have a problem with it too just yes. because like they didn't have i don't know they weren't like fully representing all spectrums of people in every episode because they said fuck george bush <laughs> we don't yeah go into and war that, that was like the at the time there was this whole debate of like okay well are they allowed to say whatever they want yeah because yeah. it's America and they, like George Bush was asked about it and he was just like they can say whatever they want yep and and if people don't want to buy their albums because of it they can do that too exactly that's how this thing works like you can say whatever you want but then you have to deal with these consequences like, I mean the fact that people can say people are canceled. Which they can. People can say people are yeah. canceled, but the people who were what you want to be canceled can also say whatever they're saying. Yeah, it's just interesting, and it's like I think there are times where, like, I don't know who's that awful guy, Jeffrey Ugh. Epstein. Yeah, but that's not who I was thinking of. The guy, the, the gay frogs guy. What's his name? Well, Alex Jones. Alex. Oh Jones. yeah. 
like there's I think there are times where we approach something where we have to be like we're not gonna let this guy have this platform anymore yeah no he is a he's definitely an exception (laughs) yeah like I and there's like it's weird where you have to like yes free speech is a thing but also you're using a company, YouTube, to like yeah. do that and they can make that call that what you're doing well, we don't want on here. Well yeah, that's because that's a it's a it's a business. The business but then can... YouTube is so fucked up. Like they will like they allow people to use their kids to make money and they allow like I there's so much like just profiting off of children on yeah. YouTube in general. I don't know. It's just weird. <sighs> it's it's interesting. And and that's like I'm sure they took Alex Jones off because enough people said like hey you need to do this and then they were like oh look we're doing the right thing right yeah it's all just pr everything is just it's just is gotta just, make some money exactly yeah it's just it's like a, we got to appear to be this to people no and that's a, but and i think people do that on a personal level personal pr of saying oh, yeah. i don't listen to michael jackson right and it's you like know? Oh, just like okay. oh that'll gain you the most respect from your fellow human beings and it's like i don't give a fuck yeah yeah i don't know Again, I don't listen to Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm not in eighth grade anymore. We get it, Kendra. You don't listen to Michael Jackson. I've just got Michael Jackson like playing in the background right now. It's funny, too. It's like, this is, I think this is going to seem unrelated, but my brain just made this connection. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left the church, mm-hmm. I remember having this conversation with my brother about it. Yeah. And he was kind of like, well, I'm. I don't want to like... If I joined, an, he was talking about himself, but he's saying yeah. like, if I joined another church, I would have to like do all this research again to like dig up all this stuff because like the Mormon church hides all of its you know dark secrets, right? Which now you can find very easily, right? But he was saying like, they all probably have shit like this that you'd have to find, and I'm like, well, right. that's why I'm like anti-religion in general. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't join another church. But it kind of is like, so if if you know michael jackson is the guy that we found all this shit out about which i mean we everybody knew it forever yeah it was not a secret yeah and then it's like so is this other artist that you support who you think is fine and cool what shit about them is just shit you don't know right and it's i don't think we should assume everybody's like an evil person no but there's just like you know take take all this shit with a grain of salt like no company is just super wholesome and only doing good in the world no like, no. nobody that's trying to make money I mean, is just think, being super ethical all the I time. I mean, I think this is, and I, again, I'm just, I'm completely uneducated and I'm just a loudmouth, but um, that's my thing with Chick-fil-A. Like, people who don't go to Chick-fil-A, but then they still shop at, like, Target. Like, yeah. Target's not great. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, like, I think everybody, uh, corp, if you are not going to Chick-fil-A because they, as a corporation, have said some, they said some things and they are supporting yeah. places that are anti-gay, but then go and shop at Walmart, right. Target, buy gas from Chevron. I don't know. Like, everybody yeah, Exxon is Mobile. Ter- exactly. It's done horrible things. It's just, it's insanely hypocritical to just, like, I don't know. It's it's impossible to also not be a hypocrite. I think just being alive is... Yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah. But it's funny. There's, know. like, um, there's a subreddit that I follow out of just interest, and it's called Bad Companies. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, people will be like, hey, Nestle did this horrible thing. And everybody's like, ooh, ban Nestle. And then I'm like, do you know, do you know what how they much own? Nestle owns? Yes. I Somebody posted, and I, I have deleted Reddit, and it's been so great. But 
But before I did, they posted a picture of Nestle and all of their, like, subcorporations and everything they make. And I was like, well, all right. Yeah, good luck canceling Nestle. Yeah, like, it's just, like, unfortunately, we live in America. I mean, I'm not. There's great things about America. No, of course. Don't Dixie Chicks me. (laughs) Right? Wait, don't. don't. (laughs) I've said said way worse things. Yeah. But, like, you can't. I don't know. There's, There's... we are down here. We are consumer. Right. We have buying power. We vote with our money. Yes, that's all true. Right. It's great to support things you believe in. Yeah. But there's just only so much you can do. Like, I yeah. I don't eat meat as an ethical decision in my life. Right. And that's cool, but I know the limitations of that, and I right. understand that I'm not going to, like, I'm still causing other harm with things that I do. It doesn't mean I should try to not cause harm in this way, if yeah. that's what I feel right about. Of but course. I can't I can't be, you know, like just a cotton ball floating around. Like you I've got to you like You can't bike to work twenty miles every yeah, day. Like, like, I've gotta live my life, yeah, you know? I can't right. just like and I don't think I think there's this weird like play by corporate America. Uh-huh. To make the consumer feel responsible for the actions of the corporations, They're like, not. like just we're not. we're responsible to stop global warming. We're responsible to fix the environment. We're responsible yeah. to make ethical choices about what we consume. Which, like, yeah, we are. Yeah. But the only reason it's hard is because ninety nine percent of the choices aren't these ethical, great, environmentally friendly things. Yeah. So until it's like the the way that uh-huh. like these the way that these people decide to do things are the way that they're fucking making commercials about right you know about like family values and take yeah, care so of environment stupid. and go green but then we're gonna be like the, I, it's just so it's all just pr like that's it's all it just pr down to. you know what i think is really interesting um and we'll wrap up here soon to listeners don't no, worry no we won't um, <laughs> we will we we'll do 10 minutes um <laughs> no i think uh my uh, two of my siblings they work at an amc movie theater Mm -hmm. and they have bins for uh recycling and then they have bins for trash Mm -hmm. and when they at night when it's time to take out the trash and the recycling in the same place it all goes in the same place and i and it makes sense to me because one cust uh, having worked in a cafe people aren't gonna like use it right people don't use it right and they will just dump full drinks wherever (laughs) they don't fucking care they see a container and they put it in there exactly so i mean uh, so but i think it's it's uh you know having a having a recycle and of course, recycling, and there's that episode of bullshit which you were telling me about. But mm-hmm. like, if we're just assuming that recycling is good, and that's what's supposed to like what we're supposed to be doing, right? You know, it's AMC who's saying, "No, look, we recycle." We recycle, but they don't. Right. <laughs> they they don't recycle. I think that's like the crux of a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. I think I don't know. There's like Walmart. I was shopping and. Their, like, little plastic bag thing, it was, like, just put one more item in your bag so we can use less bags. <laughs> and then I'm being, like, I'm I'm not putting things in bags. The person checking yep. out my items is. Yep. And then there's literally 
I have a package of blueberries. Okay, they get their own fucking plastic bag. Yeah. And then there's like a banana, like a bunch of bananas. They get their own fucking plastic bag. I like when they put the gallon of milk in a plastic bag. Yeah, I'm like, are you fucking kidding? (laughs) There's a handle on this. I'm just like, if I was actually packing these, I would put hard things on the bottom yep and soft things on the top Uh and put as many things as i could put in and still hold the handles right and it's just like but they put this up as this way of like see we're conserving and like blah 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 and it's like ugh, i i was taking our recycling the other day yeah and i and it's like still recycle all these things that that i'm allowed to recycle which at this point is very few they don't take a lot of stuff right you can recycle number one and number two plastics Uh which is basically like milk containers and like other very thin like soap uh whatever soap containers and stuff like that very thin plastic right you can recycle soft plastic so like plastic bags and shit you can recycle cardboard tin cans and like Uh soda soda cans and glass bottles right I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not. But, like, you can't do, like, laundry detergent bottles or, like... Like, there's a there's a lot... Most of the plastic we use just goes in the trash, which is sucks, but... Right. Whatever. Right. What are you going to do? But, like, I'm sorting all these things into these bins, and I'm just thinking, like, I don't know. Where is this really going? Yeah. How much of this really gets processed? How much of this really gets used? I'm sure the tin cans do, because I know that's, like an easy thing right i bet that i know that the glass gets like broken down and it's used between layers in the landfill to make what whatever the fuck they do work right but like i know there's a lot of stuff that i'm putting in there that i'm like i don't is this i don't know this has a weird like like for instance toilet bowl cleaner yeah. The top of the toilet bowl cleaner, there's this weird little plastic thingy, and it's stuck to my the other plastic. It's definitely not a number two plastic, but I can't get it off there. Right. I tried. So what do they do with that? Yeah. Do you think they bother, like, sitting there and prying it off, or do they just toss it? No, I mean, they've got to just toss it. And, I mean, I think it's, like, I think everything is, I think probably most recycling is pretty automated, you know, like, with belts. Yeah. And whatever. Conveyor belts. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and also, it's, like, it's more cost-efficient to just throw things away. <laughs> and I mean, like for them. More, for them, well, you know, it saves money. And according to that bullshit episode, a lot of it's more, like, environmentally friendly to not bother right. recycling. Some of the stuff is not worth recycling. Right. And, like, landfills probably aren't as bad as we've been led to believe. Right. I don't know. It's just interesting. It's interesting, yeah. like all this stuff and you always hear about i don't know this is this is quite the fucking ramble Uh but um i was listening to a story about msg yeah and basically how it's like bad rap came to be yeah because it's like a perfectly like uh it's not healthy but it's not a dangerous like additive to food at all right it's not gonna do anything to you it's just like salt basically yeah but like back in like the 60s Mm-hmm. Some guy writes a letter to the editor saying that he's a doctor and saying that MSG is bad for you. And then for the next, like, 70 years, <laughs> people are like, oh, oh, I don't want MSG. That's a chemical and it's bad for me. I'm like, have you guys ever had Doritos? I know you've had Doritos. That has MSG in it. It's, it's in, like, everything. It's just, like, yeah. But it's just so funny to me that, like... I don't know. We're all trying. This all just comes back to like we're all trying to be like that good person doing the right thing and being like responsible. Mm-hmm. 
And so we're like, oh, this thing, I heard that this thing is bad for me. And if I hear it four times, it's probably true. Right. So I'm just going to believe it. And then I'm going to tell other people that. And then I'm going to change the way I live. And then I'm going to be judgy about it. Yeah. It's the judginess that really gets me. (laughs) It's just weird. It's crazy. Like, we're so, like, easily swayed. And it's just like, I don't know. How many things do I think are helpful and good that I try to do? Right. Or actually, like, totally, like, I don't know, in 50 years they'll be like, and then in 2019 everybody was doing this and it was totally <laughs> fucking not dumb. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. I don't know. Anyway, Dixie Tricks, you know? Dixie Tricks. That's an album. They gonna fly over the landfills. <laughs> that's it. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty much it. Huh. How, how many thumbs would you give Dixie Chicks Fly? Um, I'm just gonna, I'll give it a five, because I don't think I ha- I'm i informed enough one way or the other. I think it's, I think it's, they're really talented, but I didn't necessarily enjoy it, so. I think that's fair. Um, I'll give it an eight, because I think it's fun. But it, nice. it has, like, a big, there's, like, four songs on it that I don't like, so that's right. a lot. So maybe, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a seven. That's a lot of songs okay. to not like on an album. That is true. That is true. But then the rest, I'm like, oh, these are great. Yeah. <laughs> So seven. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, are we going to start our new tradition of humming closing time? I mean. Do you remember? The only part I know of that song is the beginning and then. Yeah. I know who I, I want, want to take, take me home. I was thinking I about know. that song the other day and I was uh-huh. like, if you're closing. And it was just weird. I was like, who's, <laughs> why aren't you taking them home? You know, like, why that don't is... you go ask them if you they want to go? To, why are you like, please ask me to go to your home? It was wait, just... is first wait, is it the guy? It, does the guy work at the bar? For some reason, I thought he was a patron. Again, I don't really know the song. Very I well. know who I want to take me home. It's just weird. It's a weird yeah. thing to say. Anyway, hmm. do you want me to hum that? <laughs> yeah, and I'll try to. I'll talk about environmentally <laughs> conscious <laughs> decisions. <laughs> Thanks for listening today, everyone. We've learned a lot about recycling and about America, really. We know that Dixie Chicks are good, and I'd like to bear my testimony because that's the cadence that this is taken. I'd like to bear my testimony that I know that the, the, the Dixie Chicks are true, and I know that God loves me. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> loves the Dixie Chicks. Thank you for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye.